some economists today are saying that the UK vo- should vote yes to, uh, rather, the, should the UK vote yes to leave the EU, it would mean a significant rise in the cost of living. But what does it mean for us back here in South Africa? We're on the line to uh, lecture at the Gordon Institute for Business Science. Matthew Birch, thanks for joining us on the line. Good afternoon. Afternoon. So why should we pay paying attention to this Brexit story? I think if uh, the UK was to leave leave the EU, um, I don't know if it would have too much of a direct impact. I think what it may signal to the marketplace is if if, if the UK does do well leaving Brexit, leaving the European Union, it may have a domino effect where other European countries start to leave the European Union, which could actually have a detrimental effect on on the global economy. Um, while it tries to stabilize, which would have ultimately an effect uh, with South Africa's exports. I mean, uh, some some economists are saying that, you know, we really could see a fresh wave of of RAND volatility as a result of a Brexit. Uh, How would those two things have an effect on each other? I certainly think we're already seeing a large degree of RAND volatility. If you've been tracking the RAND uh, to the pound over the past few days, you've seen quite a bit of volatility. Not large moves, but a lot of movement um, up and down. And I think that that will probably have a, a, a greater impact. I certainly think that if they do stay in, which is probably more likely, uh, you know, the Euro, um, UK staying into the euro, uh, you'll probably see that the rand will weaken against the pound. Um, so the stabilisation, destabilisation of the of the British pound actually might be a good thing for South African exporters. I mean, the the rand against the pound right now is twenty one rand sixty two. If it gets much weaker, what can we expect? Could we afford that? Well, I think that the challenge is going to be that uh, if it does get any weaker, it's going to obviously put a major impact and challenges on, on our economy, particularly as we approach uh, you know, a second wave of potential downgrades from uh, certain rating agencies come December. Uh, so we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, I do think that there is uh, more chance of the UK staying in the European Union, but uh, we are seeing uh, a destabilization in Western Europe at the moment, which is going to have an impact on, on the quality of our rent. The EU is a major trading partner with us. If, if, if Britain were to leave, how would we negotiate our trade deals? Well, I think, again, it's, it, it's a two-year process. Uh, if Britain were to leave on Friday, this Friday, and we got news that they were, they were out of the euro, it's still a two-year process for them to get out of, of the euro completely. So it would be a much slower process. I think there's a bit of a Y2K momentum here, you know, um, dot-com, et cetera. Um, and I don't think that would be too, too onerous. I think the challenges would be repositioning ourselves with various trading partners uh, in the European Union and uh, making sure that we have a very strong deal. Um, we do quite well when we negotiate with the European Union as a whole, and it will be a lot more complex for us to negotiate with multiple parties. Uh, and so, Matthew, if you had to peer into that crystal ball this afternoon, as, as scientific approach as, as that is, how would you think the EU and Britain's likely to vote at the end of the week? Well, I'm off to London this evening and uh, spending a week there um, for work. And, um, you know, I think the, 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 very, the mood on the street, on the high street, in, in, in investment banking circles and in investor circles is that uh, the UK will stay. Uh, however, you, you go outside of the London kind of economy uh, into the northern parts of England and southern, and it's very much a, a 50-50 mix. Um, so we have to see how uh, these large corporations have been able to lobby. Certainly, it's been very interesting that a lot of the audit accounting firms the banks, etc., have, have had a very strong stance on that staying in is the only way. Um, but you find those that are outside of that kind of formal economy, if you like, in, in, in the high streets of London, 
um, are very um, skeptical of what any bank says because of what's happened post-2008, which is driving a lot of the, 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 the Brexit movement. Um, it's very um, fortuitous when uh, the banks say you must stay in, when people think, well, we should do the opposite of what the banks say because look at the trouble they've got us in. You include the migration issues that uh, have come up in Western Europe because of quantitative easing happening um, with the Federal Reserve and obviously it hopped the pond to the uh, ECB. And uh, you've got quite a volatile mix. But if, if you ask me to stick my, my neck out, I'd be quite shocked <laughs> if on, I woke up on the, the morning of the 24th in, in my apartment in London and uh, found that uh, you know UK had decided to, to leave the European Union. So uh, I think it would be a move that would be a challenging one um, for, for the country going forward. So Matthew, perhaps we can give you a call on Friday morning to see what, what news you're waking up to there in London. Have a safe flight. Uh, Matthew Birch from the uh, Gordon Institute of Business Science on his way to London this evening ahead of that Brexit vote on Friday. It's 10 minutes to one.